Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going to talk some football in this segment with a guy who, well, knows a little bit about football. The Utes all-time leading rusher, current Colts running back. He is one Zach Moss, my good friend. How are you? What's up, my man? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Appreciate your time today. I see I see you're down in Las Vegas. You're there for the, all the festivities. Of course, your employer, the NFL, uh, has a, a pretty big day in Las Vegas coming up in a, in a couple. You're making the media rounds, and I know I know that's something you're you're kind of interested in. Is is uh, is that something you're enjoying doing the the analysis side of football? Yeah, yeah, man, it's been pretty cool just being out here and getting out and meeting so many different people, uh, so many different lanes, and obviously the media side of things is something I love to do. Um, so just getting the chance to, you know, rub shoulders with some of these guys who do their thing in media has been pretty cool, especially, you know, how big Super Bowl weekend is and all that type of stuff. Is that something you'd want to do when you're when you're done playing? Uh, obviously, we've seen Tom Brady is, is now a broadcaster. Tony Romo's in the booth. It's it's usually it's usually a quarterback or someone uh, in that yeah. regard. But I, I I mean, I love when I see uh, guys that have a different perspective on the game and have that type of you know, close perspective on the game that, that can analyze it well. And, and I think you do a good job of it. Is that something you'd want to do maybe after after you're done playing? Yeah, it definitely is something I want to do when I'm done. You know, I think definitely on a smaller level. Um, but it's definitely something I want to do and something I'm interested in doing, uh, you know, whenever I'm done playing. Well, you mentioned a smaller level. The, the good thing about today's age is you can just have your own podcast. You can just do it whenever you want. And, and if you have a following, if you have – uh, folks who care what you're talking about, uh, that's all you need. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you have a, a pretty good platform to get that ball rolling as an NFL running back. So, Zach, let's let's go inside uh, your 2023, though. Of course, uh, an interesting year for the Colts, uh, making a, a, a run to, to make postseason play. And, and uh, of course, it sometimes during the course of the year, Zach, it felt like a University of Utah reunion in that locker room. Give us a, a little insight into what the year was like in, in the Indianapolis Colts locker room. Yeah, man, it was it was a very, you know, interesting year. It was real good for us. We did a lot of good things as a team, um, which was fun to kind of have success, you know, especially coming from the year we had previously, only winning four games. Um, you know, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. So, you know, a lot of people didn't have many expectations, but, you know, I always felt like, you know, we had a pretty good team just because that team had so many guys. Uh, you know, from a couple of years ago when I was in Buffalo and we played them in the playoffs. So they had so many guys still carried over on that team. So, you know, always felt like that team still could win. 
Um, and, you know, we went through some adversity, as you always go through in sports and life. Um, and, you know, we got guys that just battle-tested, that stepped up for us in big roles, and myself included. Um, and just, you know, when I did and tried to perform at a high level, and, you know, we ended up putting ourselves, uh, you know, real close, real, real close to, you know, getting into the playoffs and things like that. But it came up a little short, but, you know, I think it, it's going to uh, boost the team next year to, you know, do a lot of good things. Zach, this was the, the first time where you were kind of a, a centerpiece on a, a, a national story in sports, which was the Colts running back room, right? Uh, Jonathan yeah. Taylor's situation and, and, and injury and, and, and contract stuff. And, and then you came in and you were leading the league in, in rushing while the Colts were negotiating a deal with another top flight running back. Give us some insight on what that's like for you when you're trying to just focus on football and, and there's a, a lot of conversation, not just in Indianapolis, but around the country about your specific running back room. Yeah, I, I, it was pretty easy for me, honestly, just focusing on doing my job and doing that, uh, you know, because I can't, you know, do anything else on the other side of that. Like, you know, I'm not into the conversations with JT and then obviously management and all that type of stuff. So my main thing was to, you know, try to help the team win games as long as I could and do that to the best of my ability. Um, and then, you know, I was happy to see him, you know, get the contract that he deserves. You know, we're talking about one of the best backs in the league. Um, he's done historical things in just a short amount of time since he's been in the league and obviously for the Colts. So it was great to see him do that and great to get him back in the room. Um, and it just made us even better as a team to have him back. So I was happy, like I said, I was happy to see him get paid and get back to being the guy that we all know him to be. Yeah, and of course that, you know, it it ended with you guys kind of splitting time. Of course, you dealt with injury a little bit later on in the year. Give us an update on, on where you are there as, as of course, we uh, we were, you know, kind of uh, hoping to, to see a strong finish before you got injured there. Yeah, I'm doing way better now, man. You know, the game is you're going to have some nicks and nacks, and I just happened to have one at a time where I couldn't really help the team, you know, the way I wanted to, just to finish the year off strong and stuff like that. Um, but I'm doing much better now, just out here in Vegas, enjoying the off season and trying to relax and, you know, you know, try to take as much time as I can away from the game before I get ready for year five. And, and year five, Zach, as an unrestricted free agent, what does that look like? And, and what is what does Las Vegas look like for a guy who's going into uh, uh, an off season where contract talks will be ongoing? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's you know, I've never been in this situation, obviously, so I'm just trying to, you know be as relaxed as I could, can be, enjoy my time with my family, um, stay low-key as I've always been, and just, you know, not worry about that type of stuff until that time comes. Pretty opens up next month. So, you know, when those things start rolling, then, you know, we'll dive into all that, and I'll be grateful for wherever I land. If it's back in Indy or if it's somewhere else, uh, you know, I'll just be, you know, grateful and blessed to have an opportunity to, you know, be a free agent and go and, talking about, you know, making it to a second contract. Uh, like, I, yeah, so it'll be, just, it'll just be, you know, a good time. Whether it's in Buffalo or Indy or, or anywhere else, I, I can guarantee you, uh, can assure you, there'll be a, a bunch of folks in Salt Lake City uh, buying jerseys and, and uh, starting to cheer for whatever team that may be. 
for one Zach Moss, the current Colts running back, joins us on the program today. Zach, I I do want to get your read on this weekend, if we can. If you want to step into those analyst shoes, take your helmet off, put the microphone on, give us a little insight into the matchup between Kansas City and San Francisco. I feel like it's a it's an interesting matchup uh, schematically with a, a team in in Kansas City who we're used to being this you know, high-flying offense that has kind of had to take a step back a little bit but still has Patrick Mahomes under center. And then the San Francisco 49ers with that Shanahan offense that, you know, they win football games in a very different way than Kansas City does, but it seems like a a collision course between two of the top teams in in the NFL over the the course of the last few years. Um, I don't know if you want to give a prediction or or just a, a little analysis, but let's start with the offense uh, for Kansas City and, and what San Francisco has to do to try to stop a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Where do you see that matchup playing out on, on Kansas City's offense? Yeah, I think, you know, the Niners' defense have to make it really, really tough on Mahomes in the standpoint of sticking to the receivers, giving them small windows to throw a ball in. Um, you know, I think the Niners have a really, really good secondary, good linebackers that can cover um, very well. Obviously, the main matchup is going to probably be Kelsey, who's been doing a awesome job in the playoffs and winning those battles, giving Mahomes, you know, a safety blanket, you know, when things don't look as good anywhere else on the field for him. But uh, I think I think the game comes down to the run game, who can run the ball better. You know, I think the Chiefs kind of struggle a bit in the run game and Niners kind of struggle in the run game a bit as well, especially up the middle. Um, so... Whoever can have the better run game scheme-wise, because it's not going to be easy just to say, okay, let's just run the ball up the middle. You're going to have to figure out a way to scheme it up and timing and all that type of thing. So it's going to be a chess game. You talk about two really, really good coaches. Um, you know, one soon to be a Hall of Famer and Andy Reid. And you're talking about Mahomes, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time already. Um, but I think I got the Niners still in the game. Uh, I've struggled with that all week, honestly. But I'm feeling a lot better now that I've been out here and people keep asking me that question. Um, but I got the Niners. I think just the way they scheme things in that type of offense uh, and they've just been so many weapons that they have that are reliable, I think that'll show up for them in a big way. And they've been so good for so long now, man. I think probably five, six years, they've been very good consistently for a while and they've been knocking at that door. And I think they're finally going to be able to kick it down and uh, – you know, get that, you know, that rematch that they finally wanted from Kansas City, you know, a few years ago, and they'll, they'll figure out a way to to win that game. And you mentioned the run game. I'm I'm kind of in line with you there. I think the team that can run the football better is going to have a really good chance of winning this football game. But with Kansas City, I think it's it's always pretty clear, Zach, to see what the biggest threat is. It is Patrick Mahomes, and it is kind yeah. of the off schedule stuff, right? Um, when when you force him to. To, to go outside of the the scheduled stuff, he turns into one of the most dangerous players in the league. That's something you always have to watch out for. On the flip side with San Francisco, what makes their offense so difficult to defend, Zach? As, as far as the, the versatility goes, they do a lot of creative stuff pre-snap and, and with the motions. Uh, I, I wonder from your perspective what that offense does and, and why it's so difficult to defend. And, and as a running back, what it might be like playing in an offense with that much versatility and, and that many weapons? Yeah, I think, you know, they have top five talent 
at each one of those positions. I mean, you talk about Ayuk, uh, 1,400-yard receiver. You got Kittle, over 1,000 yards again. McCaffrey, obviously, led the league in rushing. Right. Um, and Debo, just, just a Swiss Army knife, can do so many different things. Um, you know, when you talk about those guys and the way, you know, Kyle Shanahan is able to, you know, put them in great positions scheme-wise to go out there and win one-on-one matchups, it's hard to double-team anybody on that field. Um, and I think, obviously, Kansas City loves to blitz a lot. So if the offensive line can hold up in the blitz long enough to give Purdy a chance to make some plays downfield, I think that's where you'll see the game kind of switch a little bit. Um, to see if you can get Kansas City out of the blitzing situations. Uh, if not, then it'll, obviously they'll make the Niners off schedule a bit. And I think that's going to be the Chiefs' number one thing is to try to figure out a way to get the Niners off schedule because they do so many things so well that if you're playing them in you know second down and manageable throughout the course of the game, it, it's going to be real hard to even try to think you can win that game. So. Um, they just do so many things with so many different players, and it's not even that they're doing it with just, you know, they're doing it with top five guys at each position. Um, and so the talent level there is just ridiculous. Yeah, you, you mentioned the the different ways they can beat you. The way that they have built that roster is really, really impressive. But the one thing that it doesn't allow them to do is go and get that, you know, elite top quarterback. And they have landed on Brock Purdy, a guy that they drafted. The question, yeah. Zach, is... Can Brock Purdy do what Jimmy Garoppolo, Colin Kaepernick, the, the, the other 49ers quarterbacks who had rosters like this, can he do what they couldn't do to get down the stretch? I, I'm in agreement with you. I think the run game in all likelihood decides this game, but I also think that Brock Purdy has to make that one throw that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make in an NFC title game. He has to make that one throw that, uh, frankly, Garoppolo, if Garoppolo would have hit on against Kansas City, they would have won a Super Bowl and I, I do think that that is also a huge X factor in this football game is if Brock can uh, kind of rise to the level that uh, that other quarterbacks in San Francisco haven't because we know, Zach, that Patrick Mahomes will be at that level. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, that's a great point. I think they just have to figure out a way to, and they will, because um, they've done it all year to not make him bigger than the offense, have him play within the offense. Um and they'll make it a one-on-one matchup versus Mahomes, right? I think that's what the Ravens' downfall was. They tried to make it a Lamar versus Mahomes kind of game, and they got away from their their scheme and their you know what they do best. Um, but I don't think the Niners would do that. I think just the way they want to control the ball and keep the ball in Mahomes' hands, um, even though they're not as high flying as the offense they used to be, you know, they still he still has that ability to push the ball down the field really, really well. So I think as long as, like you said, make those few passes where it's like, okay, we needed that there to break the break the game a little bit, like he kind of shows versus the Lions in the championship game, just doing certain things, scrambling, using his feet, you know, keeping the defense off schedule a little bit and not just being, you know, a pure pocket passer. Um, that adds another dynamic to the game that the Chiefs um, probably haven't seen because the Niners don't really use Brock Purdy as a runner as much. And, you know, if he's able to scramble and grab the pocket and extend the defense a little bit, uh, you know, he'll be fine. All right, Zach, your youths are headed to the Big 12. They're going to be playing Big 12 football the next time they see the field. What are your thoughts on all the moves in college football the last year and and uh, your outlook on, on what Utah can do in their new conference? 
Yeah, it's definitely intriguing to see so many different moves and, you know, kind of where all these different teams are landing and now all the new matchups. You kind of get used to one thing for so for a while, and now things are on the move, and it's going to be looking a lot different. But I think it's great for the program to kind of get stretched out a little bit and move over into, you know, the middle parts of the states um, and play against teams and in, in that conference and stuff like that. It just adds to you know, the recruits that the school can go get and, you know, obviously the visibility of the school um, and so many different things. So I, I like the move. Um, hate to see the Pac-12 go, but it's so many different opportunities out there. And, you know, I think it's the perfect time. All right, Zach, enjoy Vegas. Don't have too much fun down there, but <laughs> but have fun. And uh, let me know when you're back here in, in Salt Lake. We'll get some hoops up. Absolutely, my man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Zemo. Zach Moss, the former Utes running back, of course, the all-time leader in both touchdowns, rushing yards, and just about every other stat in the rushing category. When you talk about Utah football, he is, without a doubt, one of the greatest players to ever come through Salt Lake City and now an NFL running back coming off a career year. And like Jalen Johnson, who we uh, tried to speak with a little bit earlier, like Jalen Johnson, had a career year in a contract year. So that's an interesting conversation because <laughs> doing that as a running back is a completely different thing than doing that as a cornerback. The, the NFL is a funny business. Um, doing that as a running back means, you know, you, you did your job and now the team might just shed you and, and go on to their future. Doing it as a running back is, is interesting because you, you oftentimes don't get that second contract. For Zach, he had a good enough year that, you know, it may not be in Indy. Uh, just to be frank, it may not be in Indianapolis because of the the money that they just spent in their running back room. But because of the production that Zach had, and because of, frankly, his freshness, right, Zach has been a kind of a shared backfield type running back his entire career. In Buffalo with Montgomery and others, in Indy with, with Jonathan Taylor, so he's still relatively fresh for a guy who is four years in to his NFL career. And that second contract, I think, is, is going to look pretty good for Zach Moss. And uh, we'll follow him along wherever that contract may be. Appreciate his time as always. Zach, uh, cool story with him. I, I actually got to know Zach before I worked in sports. I was uh, just a communications student uh, finishing up my degree up at the University of Utah and got assigned a partner for a class project in our creative uh, communications class. It's kind of a, a digital uh, design type class, right? And, well, it was Zach Moss, who was at that point a freshman at the University of Utah. And over the course of that semester, got to know Zach really well. Um, and he always, like Jalen, had a plan. A plan to become the all-time leader at Utah. That wasn't just something he spoke about. That was something he had written down on his walls. His plan was to do that and then become an NFL running back and provide a future for his family that they were otherwise uh, not going to have. And uh, it's been really, really cool to see that come to fruition for one Zach Moss. Of course, uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on his offseason. He mentioned it in there. The free agency period starts next month. So Zach's right now just uh, training a little bit here in Salt Lake City. And and, uh, and then, of course, 
Um, free agency starts up next month, so we'll follow Zach's journey through this offseason regardless of where it goes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.